Welcome to Practice Dirty, a podcast that helps women of color explore their inner well-being. I'm your host, Michaela Rose. I'm a mindfulness facilitator, podcaster, writer, and cowgirl. I've come to learn that there's an inward journey that begins at 40. This process of discovery isn't linear, and the work we have to do can be downright dirty. I'm here to help you along the way. Good morning, everyone. So today I'm doing this episode solo, and I've been in a place in the last week of looking at where I've been to where I am now and ideating, not going too far into the future about what comes next. Uh, here in Washington, we have been under a, what I call the great apocalypse of the winter weather. And I'm sure many of you, unless you're in Florida or Southern California, are experiencing the same. You know, it's been 50 mile an hour winds that dropped us to negative temperatures. Then we had 14 inches of snow, followed by rain snow, which led to ice. And, you know, the only thing I could do was roll with it. And uh, everything was a learning opportunity. There was, you know, I was like, well, if I can't go out, I might as well rest. And in that, you know, in the last few years, I've been on a journey. You're starting to see a lot of that come out in uh, the conversations that we have here, the writing and the resources I've created. But also in that, I'm like, I know that, like me, there isn't one woman out there that isn't on some journey to a truth that is yet to be unearthed. And something that came up for me in exploration uh, in the last week is an activity that I've taught during my workshops, as well as just can uh, used in my personal toolkit over and over and over again. And it is a narrative therapy exercise called Dialogue with the Spirit of an Illness. Now, this is from one of my favorite uh, psychologists, neuroscience, and Lakota medicine men named Dr. Luis Melmadrona. So today, I wanted to actually take you through my version of dialogue with a spirit of an illness, just because it's on my heart, and I feel that it could really help many of you um, in maybe something that you're working through. Now, with that, an illness doesn't actually have to mean a physical illness. It can be, like whether it's an autoimmune condition or menopause or diabetes or several of those things in combination. It can also be um, negative beliefs or thought patterns, or maybe there's something that's happening in your mind that is just... Um, disconnective or uh, detrimental to you. And this can, this is, so use the word illness very loosely. It's not a word of scarcity, negativity, or lack, but it's something that is off, whether it's in the physical body or in your mind. So I'm going to take you through it and take your time with it. So first, I want you to find a comfortable position. Sit on the floor, lay on your bed. It doesn't have to be any traditional pose, but make it something that you're comfortable with. And once you're in that position, if you feel safe in your body to do so, I want you to become aware of your breathing. I want you to watch yourself breathe, just in and out at a pace that you're currently doing. Take several breaths, in and out, just let your chest rise and fall, 
But slowly, I want you to slow down that breath. <sighs> and just lay here for a few more seconds. Just slowly inhale and exhale. Paying attention to the rise and fall of your chest. And just allow yourself to relax. I want you to kind of let your muscles lengthen. And I want you to take three deep breaths in and out. see, when you start to relax, your spinal column actually starts to lengthen. Could you feel that in your body? In my mind, kind of gives us more space in between our bones, more space on the inside, and we can feel a little better having a little bit more room within ourselves. And as you settle in to your body and its newfound space, it feels so good to just sit in it, lay in it, and be with it. Now, I want to take you on a visual journey. I want you to pretend that you're outside. And if in your mind, it could be day or night. If it's day, you may feel the sun on your face or the earth beneath your feet. If it's night, you may be looking up and seeing the stars. But whether it's night or day, you're on Earth and it feels good to be here. Gravity helps you to sense the Earth underneath you, whether you're standing or laying down, whether you're looking forward or looking up. And now, whatever you're looking at in your mind's eye, I want you to release your worry like horses running out into a field and just letting all that energy out. I know you've seen how happy I always am to talk about the horses. <laughs> now I want you to take another deep breath in and out. Let's do it two more times. After your last breath, start to listen to the sounds around you. What do you hear? Is it a singular sound? Focus on it. If your mind is wandering or the thoughts are trying to capture your attention, notice them but let them pass. Bring your attention back to the sound in your environment. Let the thoughts go. And if they keep coming up, that's okay. Acknowledge them and let them pass. Now, we can let our thoughts be the same way, like the reliefs of our breath. We just let them go. We let them run into the pasture like the horses I just mentioned, so that they are not so close at hand and our minds are more empty. And then we have room, not just in the physical body, but in the mind, to start something new, 
So now that you've kind of focused on the mental picture of day or night, I'm going to take you on a new journey. We're going to shift that visual to something else. In just a little bit, we're going to go looking for a spirit, a being behind a symptom or a problem that we're experiencing in our life. We are going to look for someone to help us understand the forces that drive the problem or the system. And sometimes it's kind of like archaeology. It's like looking for bones on a beach or in a desert. It can be like that when we're looking for the spirit of an illness behind something that is in our physical body or in our mind. We've gotten clues to how and where to find it, but we might not be quite sure. When we look for the spirit behind an illness, we proceed in steps. We get clues on how and where to find it. And sometimes that can mean we have to travel into the past. Sometimes our time changes. Sometimes it's like swimming. Sometimes it's like diving into the ocean and going deep down into a depth that you're not used to going into. A depth that you're not used to traveling at. You are taking yourself down to a place where most humans don't go, don't want to go, and sometimes just can't bring themselves to go. But it's in those deep places we find things, the secrets that had been hidden from us. We find clues to a life on the surface. I don't know how far down into the water you have to go to find what you're looking for, but we're going to go there together today. And maybe what you need to discover is right on the surface, or maybe it's on a bank right next to that water. It could be in the trees, or it could be sitting next to you, instead of just laying at the side. Or it could be on a hilltop overlooking the water you're seeing. We'll just have to be guided because we want to allow ourselves to be open to guidance. We want to allow ourselves to let go of our perceived notions of how things work. About where the illness, this problem, came from. So whether it's an illness or a problem in life, whatever it is, you most likely have a story about how it got to be with you and how you developed this problem or illness. It's a story that's something someone else told you. It might have been an expert, for example, a medical problem. A doctor gave you a story about how um, a physical condition developed. Or it's something that you told yourself And you just started to believe it in all your essence. So at this moment, I invite you to drop all those stories and simply be storyless so that we can allow the problem, illness or difficulty, itself to tell its story separate from us. To allow the spirit that drove the problem or illness in or stands behind it, supporting it, fueling it into a story without the interference of other stories that we've created. It's a kind of radical listening that I'm inviting you to do. I want you to listen to your own internal silence. I want you to be open to being led, to imagine the problem itself, sending out a sound that you can follow. Imagine and see a path unfolding in front of you. Now, I want you to walk down that path. That path might be through a meadow or forest. 
It might take you down to a lake. Or even invite you to dive into the lake. The path may be by a rocky coastline of the sea. This path that you're visualizing, it can take any form. It can be a path of any kind. Just let it form before you in your inner eye. The path can form from anywhere. It can go anywhere. It can look like anything because it's a path unique to you. I want you to begin to walk down the path in a comfortable way. You don't know where the path is going to take you, but just know that there will be a spirit waiting at the end. And the spirit will be waiting to tell you how this problem came to be. The spirit, this being, the story that the being tells you will be a different story than any other stories you've encountered or created thus far. That's how you'll know it's coming from the problem itself. It'll have some things you couldn't have thought of on your own. And so we just want to follow the path now wherever it leads. So the path that you've started to visualize, whether it's through a forest, a meadow, next to a body of water, I want you to start walking down that path. Wherever it goes, I want you to follow it. I want you to look at the surroundings of the path. Are there trees? Are there flowers? Do you just see ocean waves crashing on rocks? Just be aware of your environment. What's up to your right? What's to your left? Look up at the sky above you. Where is the sun? Is there a bird? Now I want you to return your attention and your gaze forward and just keep walking. And as you walk in the distance, you might see someone or something waiting. Who will that be? You continue to walk because you're going to go find out. You're being called. You're led down to them, guided to where they're standing, the place that they're waiting for you. You may not recognize who's waiting, but as you get closer, you start to feel an expectancy. You see them waiting for you. Maybe they wave. Perhaps they call to you. And you just keep walking towards them, approaching them, getting closer and closer. They are waiting for you, and they want to speak to you. As you get closer, you may recognize some aspect of this being, the spirit, that's related to the problem that you want to solve, that you want to have a conversation about. And now you're super close to them. And when you come up to them and ask, ask them, what are you called? You can ask them, what is your name? You can ask, where did you come from? And you can begin to ask them to tell you the story about how they came to be associated with you. 
You can also ask them, how did you get here? Did I let you in? Did somehow you come in like a Trojan horse, hidden in something that looked attractive? Did someone else let them in? Ask them, how did they get there to build this problem for you? And what was their purpose? You might say to them, why did you come here with this problem? What did you have in mind? Perhaps they thought they were going to help you. Perhaps they thought this problem would solve other problems for you or that it would be a very good thing for you in some way. Perhaps they were well-meaning or maybe they didn't care. Perhaps they needed you to take this problem from one place to another because you were handy. You were there at a random time or a place. It could be a little harder, something like that. Or perhaps someone had ill will and sent you the problem. You don't know, but that's what you're here to ask this being and to find out. This is an opportunity to take a little bit of time and have a conversation with the spirit that stands behind your problem. With the spirit of the illness, the problem itself. And explore how this problem came to be. What answers did they give you? Who are you? How did you come to me? What is it that you wanted me to know or learn or carry? But now I want you to ask them something else. I want you to ask them, how can this leave me? How can it go somewhere else? Perhaps this problem, this illness can go back to the spirit world back to the creator, or perhaps put you can put it in a river and sail it down a stream. Perhaps you can bury it in warm soil beneath a beautiful headstone. Ask this being, how can I move this problem on? How can I move it away from me? Or even ask, how can I transform this, if it's something that can't be let go, into something beautiful, something that's helpful, versus problematic. Maybe this problem is having such a good time with you, it's willing to accommodate itself to be something that you need versus something that is hurting you. So take a few minutes and talk to the spirit of the problem and find out which direction it would like to go. And as you're doing that, I want you to imagine yourself free of the problem released, free from whatever it is and the trouble it's causing you. In closing, I'd like to invite you to really feel it. Feel like you overcame or transcended this problem, this illness, or turn something that is pain and lacking and holding you back 
into something that can be lived with or worked with and meld it into something that might be just a little bit more bearable. Because not everything can simply be released through story. I will admit that. Especially if it's acute illness. It takes time. I want you to feel well and I want you to feel healed. Imagine what feeling well and healthy feels like. Imagine what that looks like in your physical body. Maybe it's in your heart and in your soul, connected to your mind. I want you to see yourself as if you step beyond the obstacle, the problem or the illness that you're currently having a conversation with, to have encountered and befriended it in some way, as well as befriended the spirit or the being associated with it. To have learned what there is to have learned from this problem and to move on that you've overcome an obstacle and moved beyond it without friction to feel the greater depth of your soul for having had the problem for having have had the dialogue with it to have transcended it to have moved on and feel yourself in a future where the problem no longer exists And I want you to take a deep breath right here and just release everything. And let's sit quietly for just a little bit. Now, as you kind of come back into yourself and your body, Feel free to pick up a journal, write down pieces and insights from the being you encountered, the story that may have come through that you hadn't created or hadn't received pieces of yet because they came from the being, or maybe another part deep down that you managed to kind of just start to dig into. And just sit with it for a bit and let it be there. Don't, don't, don't think too much into it. I want you to feel. You know, do you feel lighter? Do you feel calmer? Do you feel that you have a new point of reference to start exploring something? Write it all down. I know that this isn't um, a finite exercise, and I hope that it has not caused discomfort for those suffering from acute um illnesses, whether they're mental or physical. It was not intended to do that at all. I just know that this is always a really good place for me to start in a reframe and to start to listen to an inner knowing or a piece of myself, whether that's guided by a being, my higher power or something like that, that I can find new ground for release and exploration. And hopefully it's helped you too. I've put some links down there to Dr. Mel Madrona, as well as the book, because it's only available on Audible. And of course, if you have any questions for me, send me an email at Michaela at MichaelaRose.com, M-A-C-A-L-A at M-A-C-A-L-A dot com. And please let me know what you thought of this exercise. Many of them are works in progress, and it takes a lot for me to start putting them out there. You know, it's that It's the imposter syndrome. It's the fear of being seen. It's all the things. But you know what? 
I don't find what I'm looking for very easily. So I've made a commitment to start sharing those things with you, my dear audience, when I can. And if you need more support and resources, right now you can grab my self-compassion guide, which is an exploration of love and care within your own body and mind. Or you can grab my 30-day mindfulness journey. It's built a little differently than most traditional programs because, frankly, I don't think traditional practices of mindfulness always apply to us as women of color. So I've kind of put them together in a more um, embodied method, and those resources are there for the taking. They are free. They're my help to you because I know that I created them out of not being able to find them. So hopefully they serve you in some way. And again, Anytime you want to send me an email or drop me a note, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you and have a lovely, beautiful day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Practice Dirty. Please support this podcast by subscribing on iTunes or Spotify and leaving us a rating. If you're looking for the best self-guided mindfulness and discovery tools available for women over the age of 40, head over to MichaelaRose.com. I'll see you next time.